I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Michael Anthony here. Van Halen. Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What is up, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between? Thank you for joining us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, it's, it's been a hot second, and uh, we'll get to that. But if it's your first time joining us, welcome. How did you find us? You must be very enthusiastic about the band we're going to talk about because we are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands, of all time, Van Halen, and we do it one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire, with me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, the holidays are vastly approaching. Uh, how you holding up over there? Has the shit blizzard completely just stormed you in? You know what? This is the probably warmest uh, winter I can remember in probably 20 years down here on the prairies. I know in Ontario, those pussies down there, they, they don't get weather at all like we get here. It's usually minus 40 about this time and six feet of snow. Uh, we're going to have a brown Christmas. It's going to be plus five tomorrow Celsius, and I am here for it. I'm not mad at all about a brown Christmas. I like the fact that I'm not taking my life in my own hands if I want to walk down the street. Uh, there's no ice. There's no snow. It's absolutely wonderful. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and I start holidays today. I finished my shift today. I'm now off until uh, January 9th. Uh, so you bastard. I, I've got my whiskey out and I'm ready to rock and roll here tonight. And we have got a couple of legendary guests. I can't wait. Mark, why don't you do the honors and introduce everybody to the folks uh, right below us here? 
I will do that. Uh, joining us to the show, our recurring guests. It's been a very, very hot moment since they have been on the show, but uh, they are uh, always welcome additions. They are always uh, great people to interact with, and uh, you might know them because uh, we here at and the podcast will rock are very enthusiastic about most, not all, but most of the eras of Van Halen. But you know, I especially love a particular era and that's the Hagar era. That does not mean that I hate uh, the Roth era. I need to be very clear about that <laughs> just in case you get any ideas. Don't. And uh, what better guest to join us on the conversation with all the news happening with uh, Sammy Hagar and uh, some familiar faces that are directly correlated with this show, you know, a la Van Halen. Who better to talk about Sammy Hagar stuff than the guys from the Bogus Otis show? That's right. Darren Bristow, Brent Kinnaird. Welcome back to the <laughs> show, you guys. Mary, Mary, Sammy Claus, Mary, Sammy Claus to you guys. Santo Claus. It's got it. Santo, Santo Claus. There you go. <laughs> always, always a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys. Love, love sitting in with you. Yeah. I feel Likewise, like, uh, well, always happy to have you. I feel like uh, seeing Sammy dressed up as Santa Claus would not be out of the realm of, of uh, uh, possibilities. It's probably happened and I just haven't seen it. Uh, you guys tell me, has Sammy dressed up as Santa Claus? Because he should. Well, I think Brent, uh, it was it was my gift to you last year, right? I think was uh, that twelve inch record single of that Santa Claus. Uh, Sammy Claus is coming to town. He's dressed yeah. up on the backside of it, right? Yeah, Sammy's going ah, south for Christmas. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah he is. So what has happened? <laughs> He'll be up for breakfast for sure. Uh, <laughs> everybody is on Christmas. That's right. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Uh, and I am totally going to Google that here in a bit. So uh, always happy to have you guys. Uh, like I said, it's been a hot minute. So it's uh, I, I assume you guys, uh, what have you what have you been up to, man? Tell the people what's been going on. There's uh, you guys have been busy. Well, Brent, tell them what we uh, we just hit publish on something special. Yeah, this is um, very serendipitous uh, timing. About, what, an hour ago, uh, we published the episode where um, some guy named Sammy Hagar crashed our show in Detroit, and uh, we spent some time with the man himself. So that episode is uh, is now officially live on the interwebs. Um, it's uh, Sammy in Detroit Rock City with Darren and I. So um, that's... Uh, goes back to uh, what was it uh, October the 23rd yeah. the launch of Red Rocker Brewing in Detroit Sammy played uh, at the Fillmore uh killer show killer set list great beer too by the way mm -hmm. um and uh, we got to spend um a few minutes with the man himself so unexpectedly pretty, right pretty he crazy. just showed up yeah. <laughs> as you do just yeah. show up it's like oh, i heard you guys are talking about me well let's talk that's exactly that's what amazing. he said actually <laughs> yes yeah. love it we have nightmares uh, about that happening but with gary sharon he was mad he's yeah. like what are you, who are these fucking guys uh, <laughs> yeah. you know they were, first of all yeah. he was uh, you know grinding our gears but then oh. he turned, you know he turned the corner that's good I love. It. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course he's got he's got to bust your balls a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, I re reiterate what Corey just said. We have those nightmares too, except it's with Gary, and he is not amused at at any of the shit that we've said on here. But always, it's apologies to Gary because well, uh, we respect you, man. I, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Kevin Brown uh, tweeted something wearing his apologies to Gary T-shirt, which you can get in our merch store, and Gary Sharon liked it. So he saw the tweet, which means he saw the shirt. 
it's all it's coming gonna happen. together. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I love to... Uh, Last-minute Christmas gifts. That's right. We need any last Hey, I tell you, uh, yeah, Josh in the chat, he gave apologies to Gary Swag as stocking stuffers. It, it, it's the perfect gift. Absolutely. Yes. If you, you guys them, make my come. day. Yes, you will. I look, man. Like, He's going like to be mad. Said, it's, it's my, well, it's, it's my dream just to see an army of people in those shirts because I, it just would be funny to me. It might not be funny to certain people, like, but hey, you know, it's all, it's all for love. Uh, so get, yeah, go on over to our, uh, public store and, uh, get you some merch, get you a apologies to Gary shirt, not for, uh, scratch of change that Corey and I get in turn. No, I don't care about that. I just care about seeing the army of I can't even think straight because Every time we talk about Gary, uh, I have this loaded up on my new uh, roadcaster here, so I, I can play it whenever I want. Oh, I see. So that's okay. So that's the cue. Like, we can't, we can't talk about Gary anymore, and every time Mark does, Corey's going to play. I'm going to play the song. Yep. Fair enough, fair enough. It, it's kind of an inside joke. Some of our listeners are not a fan of Beautiful Girls from the new Extreme record, so I, I play Some it just to drive them nuts a little either. bit. No, and Mark, yeah, is not a fan either. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not. It's, it's, again, apologies to Gary, but that's just not good. Uh, so, yeah, but enough about that. We'll uh, we'll move forward. Um, before we get into the Van Halen news, though, like I just, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and get into it at the top of the show, if I may, Corey. Mm -hmm. um we are uh th this uh particular episode uh for the, the reason why we uh missed a week is because we had you know some some things come up and uh just want to dedicate this episode uh to our good friend and patron and just all around super dude ryan powell uh you he's interacted on the show count he always interacts with the show countless times huge supporter um he had some recent uh well you know tragedies in his life and he's just been he's in a real real dark place so just want us in out of solidarity we d we decided we didn't want to do the show without him or without his support uh last week and just kind of let things settle so uh we dedicate this to ryan powell ryan man uh i just our hearts are with you and just you know stay as strong as you can and uh we're you know we're always here so uh we will Hopefully bring the rock and the love for you tonight. Hopefully we spend something just absolutely killer that will uh, brighten up your day in an otherwise very, very dark time. So our hearts are with you, Ryan Powell. Just wanted to get that out here at the top of the show. So there we go. Um, I think in honor of Ryan, we should upvote whatever we spend because he loves every single Van Halen song. <laughs> he, <yet. laughs> he does. Every single song. That's He's, he's our one guy that will not downvote a song well, maybe I was just well, gonna ask is there a specific song that he loves we should manifest tonight or? he loves them all man like uh, he, he really does yeah. love them all i think maybe <laughs> up for breakfast was the one yeah, i may be wrong about that we'll have to go back but uh that might have been the one he decided nope can't upvote it uh but i could but I, I could be wrong about that because uh every single van halen three song he's he's yep. upvoted he's had something positive to say so that's a, that's one of the things we love about Ryan. He's he's always got something positive to say, even if we're not digging the track. That's a true blue Van Halen fan, if there ever was one. Yep. Let me tell you. So hashtag uh, Powell Strong, Scott Monroe. Powell yeah, Strong. Absolutely. Let, let, let's get that going on uh, on yeah, social media. So all right, with uh, with that said, Corey, what is going on in the news of Van Halen? I I, I knew I know one subject in particular is going to be really cool to talk about, but uh, what do you say we uh, fire it up? You betcha. And of course, uh, we get all of our news, as everybody should, from the Van Halen News Desk, www.vhnd.com, including such stories as the uh, the picture that really shook the Van Halen world 
It's uh, Wolfgang Van Halen giving uh, Mikey a big hug. Uh, Mikey went and caught a show in Vegas, and uh, uh, they, they they got to meet up and, and took a great picture. Uh, absolutely fantastic stuff. Uh, two of my favorite bass players, uh, Michael Anthony and Wolfgang Van Halen. So you can check out that story on the VHND. Uh, there's also a cool little story on uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd's Van Halen, uh, Valerie Bertinelli family ties. And you kind of read about how there may not have been a marriage if it wasn't for uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd's dad. So you can check that out on there. Anyway, here a we cool got story, man. I just read it really that. is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Sammy and Mikey talking about the four headed monster in the time of OU812, which of course you can get from the remastered box set. If you want more on the remasters, hey, go check out the Bogus Oda show. They just did a, a big show on the remastered albums. I know I've been enjoying mine. I got them all on vinyl and they're absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, this one's kind of cool. Uh, Michael Anthony, Sebastian Bach performed DOA uh, during Eddie Trunk's, uh, uh, not, it wasn't his birthday. It was his, what, his work anniversary, 40th anniversary of being on the air. Uh, but like that. Yeah. But uh, really cool uh, rendition of DOA. I won't play it because we got Sammy guys on the show. But for any for any Dave fans out there, bring that's it, a really it, it's a really ripping version of DOA. Uh, is Yoshiki is. a Van Halen fan? I don't Sebastian know. Sebastian Bach, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's killing it. Uh, I don't know who the fuck a Yoshiki is, so I'll just skip that one. Uh, when Eddie Van Halen gave the socks off his feet, that's another really good story. Then uh, Wolfgang Van Halen just uh, recently, a couple days ago, earned the best guitar riff of 2023, according to uh, Guitar World's uh, Guitar World magazine. So that was really cool. I missed this one. Did uh, did they name specifically what song uh, or what riff? Yes, I believe it was it was for uh, right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And, wow. And there's right. even a YouTube. Oh, That's gotta the... make Eddie feel good seeing that. Oh no, kidding. I mean, yeah. Maybe we can play a little bit here for the folks. Obviously not the best quality, but you get the idea. Wolfie killing it on stage right now. He just finished a tour with uh, Anita Strauss. Uh, I think they're going back out again uh, in uh, 2024. So uh, check them out. I hear, I hear they're coming to Nashville, actually. I'd like to see oh, her yeah, jump up on the tour this year. That'd be awesome to see her play some Van Halen. Absolutely. And finally, our good friend Darren Paltrowitz wrote a book, How David Lee Roth yeah. Changed the World. Um, it's not coming out till January, but they got special permission at the Van Halen uh, store to uh, release some copies early. So if you really want your copy of Darren's book, go to the Van Halen store at the links on vhnd.com and you can order your copy of how David Lee Roth changed the world. And just so I we just, don't destroy our podcast, it's, it, that's the other Darren, right? That's the David yes. Lee Darren. That's the David Lee Darren, not the Sammy Darren. Yes. David, uh, David Lee Darren, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Just making sure. That's a good uh, distinction to make. L- listen, though, he, huge, uh, huge props to, to Darren Paltrowitz. This has been a project he's had uh, underway for quite a long time, and uh, nice to see that thing be be published. And I mm-hmm. uh, hope everybody buys a, a copy. He's he's a good dude. Absolutely, dude, great great story. Yeah, yeah we're gonna have him on. I think talk yeah. about the Sam and Dave tour. I think, yeah. So. yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, we're, we're gonna try and get him back on here too before we clear all the uh, Dave songs off the wheel. We we only sure, got we twenty one tracks left. So 
that's true but i mean that's that's uh uh we've still got plenty of dave on there uh surprisingly so yeah it would be really great to get him on for that i'm just i'm intrigued uh to read this thing specifically just because tell me tell me darren how exactly did david lee roth change the world i want to know let me get let me get into these pages and find out so uh, be on the lookout for that man that's that's really really great that's awesome and uh scott haskin in the chat eddie trunk 40 years and still trying to complete his first question here's hoping sometime before the 50th he he finally gets that out but <laughs> ooh, shots fired that's amazing i mean there is a lot of truth to that right it's like you want to stop him and say are you asking a question or making a speech like yeah. what's happening right, right now right <laughs> I kind of feel like that happens uh, anytime I listen to Howard Stern now. It's like, are you going to actually uh, uh, let him answer the questions? Or are you going to ask like five questions in the span of two seconds? Like, what? <laughs> like, shut up, Howard. God. But, you know. All right. And that, that's all the news that's fit to print on the Van Halen News Desk. Good stuff, man. Yeah, good. Full of Van Halen goodness uh, of all varieties. So check that out. Thank you to our friends at Van Halen News Desk. As I guess always. Can I jump in and yes. say, I guess I have to now start a House Sammy Hagar Change the World book. That's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. you do. Starting yeah. to write that now, apparently. That's right. How Sammy really changed the world. Yeah. <laughs> Darren's over there just like, well, Darren, your yeah. move. <laughs> Instead of releasing uh, right. fucking yeah. dippy Jeff YouTube Jeff videos, Jeff he went on tour with three of the best musicians on the planet and played Van Halen music. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love how the about... idea how about we actually title this yeah totally Let, let's actually do a hybrid and we'll title it how sammy hagar changed david lee ross world ah there you like go that, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> sammy will like yeah, that now now Ooh. those haters are gonna come for us hard <laughs> it's fine now you guys must have loved when uh, sammy said hey yeah, we're, yeah dave wants to come on and, and, and jam he can jam alex can jam and then the media went out and said did you hear that sammy wants to tour with dave and dave's like yeah let's do it zip up dibbity bop and sammy's like hold the fucking phone no. Said, no. <laughs> if you can remember the lyrics to one song, you can come out and sing it. I feel like I, Sammy got a lot of shit for that. And, and I, when I saw that comment, I'm like, he just means like one show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. think only Dave misunderstood that. Yeah. Look, it, what it did for me was it, it took me back to, um, do you remember the first ill-fated reunion when Dave walked out on stage with them on, at the MTV Awards mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. all the press interviews they were doing after the fact Eddie was, he's quoted a million times and saying like, you know, we, we did a couple of songs and like, there's Dave over there. He's like, you know, pulling a hamstring, getting ready for a tour. There's <laughs> like, what tour? There's no tour. Here we go again. Right now, Dave is taking over Sammy's tour. Suddenly it's craziness. Crazy. I don't know. Oh, uh, Scott Monroe has a potential title for the book. Oh, you change the world. Oh, mm -hmm. oh you mm -hmm. change the world. All right. All right. Nice one. There you go. A little. <laughs> shots fired all around and uh you know you just kind of like yeah who's who who really changed the world huh which one and then uh the book wars can commence yeah. between write, Darren write them and it. smile that'll be the title right. there you go write them and smile. <laughs> I love it. So maybe we'll do a separate polls like which title uh should should darren that's <laughs> title right the next uh, other well, I, technically when dave or darren and i text i'm other darren right <laughs> other darren. Yeah. well we're not calling you other darren this time because you're on the show yeah you're the darren other tonight darren. my friend <laughs> <laughs> They're all feeling it and speaking of feeling it and Sammy Hagar, uh, the last, uh, not last week, but the last show we discussed, we spun the, the track feeling and uh, much, much to, not to my surprise at all, because it just this is just the, the way of the world. Uh, this song did get upvoted more, but not by much in terms of uh, where I 
thought the song probably should be. We got a 74.7, about a 75% what dreams are made of versus a 25% the dream is over. Uh, Corey, shocked, not shocked? A little bit. I think we talked about it on the show. I was kind of expecting closer to 50-50. I know this song is kind of, I know Brent is a huge, huge fan of this one. Uh, I I embarrassingly downvoted this one. Uh, to me, it didn't quite work. It's not a bad song by any stretch. Uh, I, I just didn't think that, you know, the, the the beginning third and the end third kind of meshed with the solo. It was all just kind of disjointed. And um, I don't know. That was know, a good episode, man. And oh, I, Mark, I'm with you, man. Like that whole middle section, I'm like, damn, I that is how much it's that fire. box. They just yeah. in the pocket yeah. all the way through there, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it absolutely was, fire. It, 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 that, that's what honestly saved it because I think I was leaning more towards uh, uh, Corey's feeling on the song as well. But then I don't know something about just the sudden shift just really made my eyes pop and in my ears as well. So yeah, I, could it, I had to could it also it. contain the greatest Sammy scream at the end of that solo? There's been some good ones. Uh, uh, the greatest you're gonna go, you're gonna die on that hill, oh, man. That one's Ooh, that one gives me that one gives me goosebumps when I hear that one. It's a good one. Greatest placement. Maybe it's the placement. Uh, the placement. Yeah, the placement? Yeah. It might be. Yeah. Um, as far as greatest go, I would have me personally. I would have to like really go back and and listen to like, all right, what all songs does Sammy like really scream? Let well, me. I think. Uh, it, I think we all know it's down the drain, Chickenfoot, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly. So. Uh, I, I always well, go back I mean, to uh, live right here, right now when he does "Won't Get Fooled Again." That's pretty damn ooh, good. Yeah, that, that's also true. But yes. while we're on the subject, there, uh, you know what? I'll I'll shift it over to Brent over there, Brent. What's your thoughts on feeling and how would you vote? Well, I mean, uh, the opposite of where you guys voted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mark voted for. Oh, I voted up. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Well, I would have voted like with both hands up for sure. (laughs) I just think for me, um, vocally incredibly powerful, the scream at the end for sure. I think it's actually one of Eddie's best guitar solos in that tune. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I love is I'm kind of a closet prog rock fan i love yes ah, okay. um i love a band called saga that's here from, yeah, from ontario right. canada they've been around forever and to me feeling is like the closest that van halen ever got to like a prog rock tune i love all the changes and all the it's like a roller coaster ride to me I, killer killer that. killer yeah. tune but yeah. not better than amsterdam right that's still your all-time favorite right yeah i i would say it's it's probably pretty close to a dead heat between amsterdam feeling and judgment day yeah Ooh. love judgment day yep yeah right on yeah so and uh and darren you uh you you agree with that assessment i, I well i i agree with both actually i agree that it is kind of disjointed because the, the beginning's kind of slow feels like it's going in a different song and you'd never expect that the solo when it does kick in to be as crazy fast and uh you know borderline prog rock but i i, I love sure, that song yeah. i love mm-hmm. it i love it it is a uh, yeah. It's it's a head scratcher, but then it's a headbanger as well. It's a uh, it's kind of an enigma. So uh, yeah, this is, I guess when we really put it in per- to perspective, seventy five percent is pretty decent, all things considered, because you knew we were going to have a high uh, ratio of people downvote it for the the only reason because it's a, a Sammy track and because these people are out here and that's what they're doing. But seventy five percent is. It's fine. It needs to be higher, I think, just a little bit, but not by much. I'll tell you what. That's just my thoughts. On our all-time rankings of the songs we've done, it currently ranks 75th. It's right below AFU, Naturally Wired, and right above Big River from A Different Kind of Truth. Really? Yeah. Well, then. Yeah, actually tied with with Big Fat Money, Happy Trail, Strung Out, uh, AFU, and Feelin'. 
So not enough, actually, yeah, not strung out to be just not. It should be higher than that, right? You're right. Although I love AFU. Yeah, I mean, it's right. a, it, it, it's, I would, I would consider feeling to be a pretty solidly a, a deep cut for sure. It's not, you know, I don't think it was ever a single. Um, no. There's a, there's other tunes on balance that, you know, were commercially successful, but man, I, ju I just think it's a, it's a, it's a rocker from start to finish. I love it. Yeah. Well, there's only two from balance or the balance error that currently are higher. And that's crossing over. At 77.8% and seven sealed 81. The only track so far over 80% off balance from our uh, listeners. Shocked. Absolutely. I'm a little shocked too. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yep. Ah. The, the lowest ranked song right now from that album from our listeners is Can't Stop Loving You, which I, I, I kind of unabashedly upsets love. Me. <laughs> yeah, I love that song and that upsets me so greatly that it's so like. I'm going to so have to low, go contrary on that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, let's hear what uh, our patrons are saying. Uh, let's if uh, over on Twitter at the poll. I'm not calling it X because it's stupid. So uh, hey, don't forget, our, we, we have a yeah. manifestos in the Discord, course, too. Yeah, 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 I almost forgot Discord, to. So. Yeah. And we have that. And uh, if you uh, join our Patreon, you guys, you can get your tweet or whatever uh, guaranteed read on the show and join our Discord. And we'll even read from that. Uh, the Discord is full of conversations just constantly. So uh, you definitely want to be a part of that because everybody's always got something really cool to share and to say. And speaking of something to say, we'll go over to our friends at Sean Geek and Fast Red Podcast. They say, this is a win for me, but barely. There was enough things in here that I loved especially that guitar solo, even though it didn't fit the song, it won the song for me. So there you go. Yeah. Right away. Uh, that's our friend, Sean McGinnity. He, uh, you know, he says it's a barely a win, but it's still a win. And you know, Hey, you know what? A win's a win. Am I right? But he, uh, but he also said everything Mark said about the song really hit the mark with me, so to speak. Uh, however, everything that Corey said really hit the mark with me. So since Kamire's name is Mark, then that means he wins this one. So I guess, that, sure. Yeah, that's so. Uh, so he he upvoted barely, but it was only because my assessment swayed him. So you know what? It was a persuasive argument. I, I tell you, and I was on the fence like the like the whole way. I think my problem was I just came off doing a, a Genesis podcast, Phil Collins era Genesis, <laughs> and and the proggy stuff didn't land with me as much as the poppy stuff. So maybe I was just a little bitter over that. And I think you even maybe mentioned that uh, either off air or, or on. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but uh, you, you, that was made made known. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right. Well, moving on. Our friend uh, Rava Flav says, I don't want the fact that I missed the opportunity to comment on last week's Black and Blue cloud my decision to downvote this week's song. But I will. Hashtag not a fan. <laughs> way to go, Rava Flav. We, we've headed Brent so much he left. Oh, wait, maybe he's coming back. He's like, fuck this show. Don't, yeah, do not offend uh, balance with Brett. <laughs> oh, I won't hear. I will not hear slander. Sorry, audio issues. Sorry. Oh, no worries. No I, I, have, I have my finger on the sensor button. So if anyone else says anything bad about f like <laughs> so we could do that. So don't worry, Brent. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Scott Monroe says, I posted my manifesto on Discord because that's where the party is. So I will be right. here in just a second uh go moving on here uh i think actually that is all the patreon tweets so uh we did have a well i will i will mention a, a shout out to our friends from dissect that film says one of the best songs from the hagar era what a way to end an album so there you go uh and moving over to our discord uh the aforementioned scott monroe he said 
There is indeed balance going on here with Phelan. The choir-like backing vocals juxtapose nicely with the monk chanting in the opener, Seventh Seal, a yin and yang. Uh, let's talk about Sam's lyrics. They're actually good. <laughs> I, love, I love how he prefaces it. Like, they're actually good. <laughs> so, I mean, it's always a, a point of contention on this show, but, you know, it's, it's fine. Uh, he says some of the, his most complex, I'd argue, uh, let's aside, let's, you know, set aside the idea. It's just Sam spouting off random shit, but instead see them as the internal monologue of a wounded person experiencing a whirlwind of emotions and questions. He's struggling to make sense of his feelings of his identity and his place in the world, which are being impacted from a variety of factors from global news to relationships and personal struggles. Uh, haven't we all been there? I give Sam a lot of credit for attempting to capture the rawness of these feelings. That's where the roller coaster musical sections come in. We start off slow and reflective with Eddie Van Halen's chords and the verses before launching into a high energy chorus and a berserker mode solo and jam. Correct. Uh, these, uh, these discordant arrangements are by design. The sonic journey reflects back on the mixed emotional tone of the lyrics. Shifts in tempo mirror the shifts in emotional disposition from a melancholy feel to the raging white hot intensity of the solo. Mike's high harmony on the feeling chorus and I take it are cherries on top. Whatever the motivations were for the feelings that went into this song, it's overall it's an overall success for me. An enjoyable listen that takes you on a melodic journey and has a relatable and dark theme. That's how you close out this album. Hashtag what dreams are made of. Always with the uh, mini manifestos, man, with Scott Monroe. And he always has something just really, really uh, intelligent to say in his analysis, even if he doesn't like a song, which is rare, I think. But uh, when he doesn't like it, he explains why. And that's what we appreciate about you, dude. All right. And let's see here. Moving on to Tom Armbruster. He said, oh, what about Jeff? This uh, oh, yeah, Jeff. What yeah, Jeff Brewer. Jeff. Jeff, I'm so sorry, Jeff. I got you. Here we go. Jeff says, uh, ditto. That was, he's, he's basically, uh, uh, reiterating what Scott says, but he goes, ditto. Wow. That was a brilliant persuasive essay on the merits of that song. Sam should hire you as a spokesperson, Scott. Uh, that's way better than how he would explain it. And you probably put more time and effort into that than he did on those lyrics. Ooh. The song itself is okay. And I'm not downvoting it, but I prefer Van Halen songs that are generally more fun and less morose. Um, you know, I, okay, we'll count that. Yeah. I, I looked at it as more of a Jeff, just sort of reacting to another, uh, manifesto, but, uh, we'll, we'll count it. We'll count it. Jeff, not a fan of it, but he couldn't downvote it because, you know, it's, it's, it was just okay. It wasn't terrible. So that's fine. That's fair. Tom Armbruster says, I was kind of disappointed in the quote, this song was actually about the band turmoil end quote theme that you guys persisted with during the show. Hindsight is 2020, and it would have been nice to get a take without all the perceived baggage. It was known that Eddie wanted the band to go deeper and not just be a party rock band, uh, so this may have been a shot at that. Mixed feelings on this one for me, if you'll pardon the pun, so I'm actually abstaining from the vote. All that to, just for Tom to tell us I'm not voting <laughs> because he did not like our assessments, uh, and that's fair. Uh, Even though I, 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 I did find a quote after from did. Sammy saying... Okay. Uh, feeling was just about the way I was feeling then, not sure which direction had taken life or in the band. We weren't getting along, and I wasn't sure what I actually wanted, so I just went with my gut feeling. So well, our, our uh, persistent theme is actually what he was writing about. 
Dude, right on the money the episode. I heard you guys say that. Yeah. I remember that quote from him. I thought you were right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, and we even said, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but this is, sounds like what he's talking about. And that's exactly what he was talking about. So it kind of goes back to uh, how uh, we, we, we talked about that Sammy sometimes in his lyrics are very on the nose, whereas uh, Dave is very metaphorical, a little bit more poetic in you know, the things that he's talking about sometimes. Uh, and, you know, Sammy, Sammy being on the nose may give people the perception that he's not a good uh, lyricist. I don't agree with that assessment, but I will say on the nose lyrics, probably. Yeah. Uh, they're so good lyrics though. And yeah, they're good. Yeah, they are. But like, but these lyrics, like, yeah, they were, they were pretty direct, I thought. And mm-hmm. they were, it was apparent. And we already knew around, uh, this time frame and this era, what was going on with the band, you know, it's been documented. So, you know, you put two and two together. And it's not just the band, right? Like he was going through a lot in his personal life around this era yeah. too. So. Yeah. So yeah, it is what it died, is. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there you go. All right. Well, that's, uh, that does it for all the, uh, the, the tweets, manifestos and, and the like, and, uh, what, whether or not feeling, uh, should be higher or not. Well, I mean, it is what it is, but it's, it's on record now, as far as the show is concerned, but I, you know, if we ever uh, go back and revisit, I, I think people should, uh, give it another, another analysis. My vote might change, but yours might as well. No, you know what? Mine might too. I remember listening to balance originally and not being a big fan of it. I liked it more listening to it two weeks ago. So it, it might be a, a grower, not a shower for me. I, you know, a couple of weeks from now, I'm be like, yeah, that's actually a really damn good tune. So sometimes it happens. That's what happened so to me. Yeah. Friends and yeah. I go back and forth on that and uh, balance really kind of, especially on vinyl, the collection too. Yes. Balance really kind of, mm-hmm. even it, though it sounded great before, there's things I found that a little bit crisper, a little bit clearer that really kind of spoke to me in a different way. That's one of been the one pleasant surprises of doing this show. I didn't give Balance a ton of listens before, but going through this little journey through the catalog, I'm like, Balance is really fucking solid. Like it, it's it's a good record, top to bottom. It's Van Halen. Come on, <laughs> can't go wrong. <laughs> it is there. It is so uh, they're not without their uh, uh, you know flaws as a band, but who there's no single band that is flawless. So you know you you take the good with the bad. Um, or the, let's not say bad, just like the not so good. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. There you are. But moving forward, it's time to do our, uh, almost our favorite thing. The favorite thing is just spinning the damn wheel and talking about the song. But before we do that, we got to do the other thing. Grab your drinks and say it with me, everyone. Manifestations. That's right. It's time to manifest a track that we want to discuss for the evening. And so. With the bogus Otis boys on the show, I, I have to imagine. Now, I'd never want to assume, but I have to imagine that I think I know at least somewhat of how they're going to vote, but they might surprise me. So, Darren, you're on the show. Welcome back. So, what do you what do you want to manifest for uh, the show tonight? I would love to hear good enough. Goonies are good enough. I think that's Cindy Lauper, but uh, I'm sure Van Halen's got a, a version of it in there somewhere. Who knows? I joke, I joke, I jest, but uh, good enough. He wants to hear good enough. So, Brent, how about yourself? Uh, I want um, just like Paradise, the remix. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Wrong show. Sorry. Wrong show. Sorry. Um, <laughs> jump the dance. Sorry. Remix, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind hearing uh, the it, it, the remix sounded pretty good. I thought I checked it out. I'm kidding. We love you, Dave. 
um well i mean uh, let's be honest i wanted to manifest feeling but you guys had to go and take that off the yeah sorry thanks for that look the wheel decided it was time so damn you wheel the wheels of fickle Um, mistress what's what's left from for unlawful carnal knowledge what is left? a lot you know let's bring up the wheel we have i believe three that i give him a little visual cue there yeah, I believe. Oh, it's only three. I thought we had more than that. Let's see. We've got uh, spanked, pleasure dome, the dream is over, and top of the world. So there's four left off of four unlawful. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, number four, top of the we world. We already did top of the world. What? Oh my goodness! Did I not take top of the world off? Oh no! <laughs> ah, you were trying to pull a fast one. I see. Okay, that's right. it. We did I, top I, of the world. If you like no. frog man, pleasure no. dome. I'm telling you, I, I want just like Paradise the Remix. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, I mean, let, let's see. If feeling isn't there, let's all... go. Uh, let's go with. Um, yeah, Pleasure Dome it is. Let's do it. Pleasure Dome. <laughs> He's going for it. He's going for the Pleasure Dome. But dude, so... Am- Amsterdam's there. Are you sure? No, nope, sure? that's okay. No, no, I want for on. I want the for unlawful. We we can't spin Amsterdam today. I'll be. That would be so disappointing. (laughs) Not for you guys, but just the fact that we would have an extra guest, and that guest can't be here tonight. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't want to do that to you. (laughs) Oh, that would break my heart, just because it's it's just been a long running joke at this point, and you know I'm all about the bit. Uh, So there you go, pleasure dome. He says, and uh, that's that would make uh, Corey Morissette so happy. Uh, Yes, versus good enough in fifty one fifty. So. Uh, going over to our uh, our Discord with the manifestations, they just wow, you guys, they just came in quick. Uh, Scott Monroe says he wants when it's love. All right, and uh, you know, I have thoughts on that. So Jeff Brewer uh, wants uh, the dream is over uh, in the chat. He's open for that one. Oh so. yes, of course. Scott Haskin wants pleasure dome. Oh, of course he does. He just wants to see you squirm. Davy Lee Smith wants the <laughs> trouble with never. And, oh, he's uh, picking a Dave tune. Look at him. Yeah, yeah, but but of course. Old Josh wants to do Josephina because he just wants us to rip the Band-Aid right off and just, like, get it over with. <laughs> but here's the thing, you guys. As much as I want to get that album over with, and I've talked about it a lot, you know what happens when we finish an album here on this show. We do a live show where we have to, you know, talk about it. And I don't know how much more I have left in me to talk about Van Halen 3. I just don't know. Um, you know, because if we do Joseph, if we spend Josephina, we have to talk about it there. And then we have to talk about the entire album after that. And that just uh, that could be a very fun show or it could be a shit show. I don't know. But uh, time will tell. <laughs> I like Josephine. Josephine is a good tune. It's a good tune. Well, there you go. There you go. There's a there's like, a... Summer Nights is still on there. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. look at this list. Yeah. What a crazy <laughs> list. Proof that Van Halen's the greatest. Look at this list, right? Come on. It really humans, is funny. Humans being is still there. Here. Humans being, know, yeah, humans being? It, it, that's actually what we haven't spun. Humans being. Yeah, Mark hasn't come to me yet, but that's what I was going to manifest for tonight was humans being. So, well, there you. I mean, you were right up next on the list. So there you go, humans <laughs> being. And uh, guess what? what? Corey, I, I thought also... we were both on good enough. What's going on? I thought we were. <laughs> you know what? I've I've been bad luck lately, so I'm not going to pick good enough because I really hope we spin it. So, All right. All right. I guess to that end, I should pick like fucking spanked or something, right? Something I know I'm not going to like too much. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should. Well, you know what'll happen. You'll you'll pick it. You'll manifest it, and uh, you know you, your shot will be called because you're you're the best at it. And uh, there you go. So be careful what you wish for. That's all I gotta say. I think I would like to uh, listen and talk about uh, aftershock. I think. Yes. Uh, all right. I was like that would be that would be pick really, really fun. 
Please pick. Yeah, that would be fun. That one's a that one's kind of like a that one's a track that's been manifested a lot and it's just eluded us all this time. But I would like for it to happen tonight. I think that would be super fun to talk about uh, with you boys on the panel with us. So we got our manifestations in. Everybody got them in. We're locked in. Corey, let's see. We've got four people on the panel. How many are lurking in the chat? Uh, last, there's five right now. So should we do nine? Nine. Nine, nine shuffles. Nine One, times. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right. Uh, I have my new remastered version uh, of this song uh, for the wheel spin. Right. So uh, to quote Chris L. from Pot of Thunder, hit it. <laughs> now, why is it picking it up from there? So, <laughs> already a fuck up. Let's try that again. <laughs> Hit it. We'll go with it. Oh, are we really going to do a Dave tune tonight? Oh, no. We were so close. Spanked was right there. Close to Spank. Spank was right there. Can I fall off the call now and come back for good? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. We, we got the Sammy guys. Do we do okay, a Dave track? Here's like... the thing. We, we, you and I, we used up our caveats. However, extreme measures must be taken. We only have so many songs left. Uh, we finally got the Bogus Otis boys back on the show. I am, I, I'm, I'm using my overlord powers and Ooh. I am pulling another mulligan. And I'm saying we're spinning that shit again. All right. right. Uh, so you, yeah. all, you can all come after me. Don't go after Corey or these boys. Come after me. I, okay. So what hap what happens if we get Dance the Night away? <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we fucking talk about Dance the Night. Away. All right. All right. <laughs> all right so put it out there. Mark is using his newly formed Overlord powers for a respin. Do we want to reshuffle, or we just want to spin it from here? Look, man, you're not the Galactus of podcasting just yet, so I still have some little bit of uh, cosmic power with our show. <laughs> um, just a little bit, but uh, I'm sorry. What, what did you say? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Do we want to shuffle again? Do we want to spin it from here? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, dealer's choice. Yeah, yeah. give it, give it another sh shuffle. All right. We'll just spin it a few more times here. Come on. Come on. All right. I'm going to try this again. Hit it. Here we go. Come on, Sammy. Come on. Oh, it's going to be a Sammy. Here we go. It's spanked. <laughs> we go oh it's spanked. Here we go. And it was also so close to dancing night. I know. <laughs> and almost summer nights. Like, oh, my God. Almost summer nights. I, I was hoping for summer nights. Pretty bad. I know you were, but uh, unfortunately for Corey, uh, or maybe fortunately, who knows? The uh, I'm not going to tip my hand. Long-awaited uh, track spanked from the fuck album. It is. It's. It's time. The time has come. Oh. Here we are. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff says you're really good at mulligan. Jamie's crying only because we got Sammy guys on the show. No offense to Jamie's crying. <laughs> yeah. No. We yeah. obviously love it. I've manifested that probably. Like, I think a couple of times. So no. 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 It's, <laughs> but look, we got we got the Sammy guys on the show. It, yeah. just, it has to happen. And Scott said so, Scott Everett. That that's the wheel taking revenge. Be because you took a mulligan. <laughs> We got spanked. There you go. <laughs> hey, you know what? But, but we, we accomplished our goal in spinning a Sammy track. That's true. Yeah. So that's all I care about. That's, that's, all. that's all I care about. So, uh, bef so before we get into the song, uh, without tipping your hand, Corey, we know that uh, I'm going to skip you. because Yeah, I'm not, I'm not tipping nothing. 
if that gives you an indication of where this is going to go. Uh, Darren, anything, uh, any like uh, sort of uh, intro feeling sort of words about uh, this song without tipping your hand on how you're going to vote? Any fond memories or any association you have with Spanked? Well, when I first got the tape in June 1991, uh, on my sound system, I had all the bass cranked uh, to really crank up the bass. Yeah, it must have been set to the OU and two settings. But uh, I remember this song jumping out, just how big the bass is, because Eddie doubles everything with, a, I guess, a Dan Electro bass. So I remember that part without, without tipping my hand. Right? Uh-huh. Bass heavy. So Sounded yeah, so big with do. the drums, right? Ooh, yeah. No kidding. Uh, and I mean, this just with the way that uh, this album sounds in general, yeah, I can imagine uh, uh, the explosiveness of it. And I'll say this, uh, the collection to yeah. change my opinion on that. So without tipping my hand. There you go. Oh, okay. 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 Well, Brent, what about you? Any uh, little fun caveats without tipping your hand on this one? Yeah. I would, uh, Darren uh, nailed it on the bass for sure. That's the first thing that I think of. The second thing is there's some interesting, I'll call them meandering guitar parts. And what I remember about this song the most is watching it on the live right here, right now video not this the double cd but the video uh pretty pretty interesting live presentation of this tune i and it was uh really tough to play live right because wasn't eddie on a double neck during this yeah that's right yeah yep yeah because he had the dan electro i think on the other neck right mm. Mm. Okay. by the way uh, jeff brewer is uh, busting your balls in the chat uh saying so much for yeah. standards and integrity it's our fucking show We'll make up the rules as we go, apparently. <laughs> Look, I got all the integrity. Okay? Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I did say, yeah, y'all can come for me all you want. Uh, yeah, so sorry. The integrity of the show at, uh, what, 19 songs left? is It's ruined. I've ruined it. Um, Ooh, Scott Monroe asked, can will... we play the first part of the uh, live right here, right now version after? And I think we should, yeah, because the, uh, the, uh, the intro does sound better on that. So, yeah. We'll give that a play uh, as only, well. The only thing I'll, I'll say is that in my early days, this was one I probably did skip over from time to time just because I wanted to listen to other tracks like, you know, Right Now and Pound Cake, Top of the World, you know, et cetera, just above this one. So uh, I, I remember Spanked, obviously, but I uh, don't have, like, great recollections about specifics. So uh, not going into this uh, uh, blind completely, but it's been a long time since I've jammed Spank, so uh, I'm I'm curious to now using my analytical brain how I'm gonna feel about it, and I am just so tickled and excited to see Corey have a possible meltdown. So we we say, don't know. Uh, I, I tell you what, uh, yeah, what you're I, right. we don't know. You might. What I am loving it. is that Chaz is not here uh, in the chat because he's been <laughs> manifesting Spanked for two months now. Ooh, <laughs> you said his name. <laughs> he's gonna. I didn't say it three times though. That's true, you didn't. And uh, the only way to get rid of him after that is to make him say his name backwards and back to the fourth <laughs> dimension he goes. Um, but uh, but then again, that's that's where Mariano dwells, so maybe not. Um, well, I'm ready when you're ready, man. Play that thing. Oh, Tom just showed up, and now he's mad at you, too. Jesus, can we have a civilization for crying out loud? Man, you really just... Yeah, I just I destroyed it. I'm... I'm uh... You broke the internet. I'm, I'm freaking Oppenheimer. I am because yeah, just exploded the podcast. There you go. Yep. <laughs> you can't please anyone. Well, let's find out if this song pleases the panel. Uh, and we're going to play the 2023 remaster because I have it loaded up here. So let's check out a little spanked from For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
So everything up to then, I think, is really good. Like, so far, so good, right? The the bass is sounding killer. Like, you got that nice fuzz going on in the back. Like, oh, it was really good stuff. Alex's cymbal work is great, too. Always, always. It's just a great, it's just a good buildup. You know, you, you know you're in for something uh, special with a buildup like that. Yep. All right. Dirty, dir- dir- dirty guitars. And that's, I mean, this whole, this whole album is filled with dirty guitars. Yep. All right. Unfortunately, let's keep going. This is good. Mark Kamara, you're younger than uh, some of us on the uh, panel. Do you know what a, a one nine hundred uh, number is and uh, sex lines way back in the day? I'm an elder millennial. Yes, I know <laughs> what a one nine hundred number is. Uh, the younger kid, I'm, you can you can explain it to the younger audience because I'm not gonna. But uh, let's just say that uh, you know Sam, what Sammy's talking about in this uh, song is uh, you know he's he's having a. Uh, What's an equivalent? He's having a self-time uh, Netflix and chill. What, what say that? <laughs> there you go. The younger audience knows that. Yeah, uh, by himself, mind you. So use your imagination. Uh, I, I, I get it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Say, uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of that riff. Like that, that's always been one of the most objectionable things of the song. That, like funkiness. Maybe I'm not a funky guy. I'm a middle-aged fat white guy. I mean, I'm just not funky enough. I, I don't roll with cool in the gang and, and, and such. It's it, uh, out of all my, uh, out of all the Van Halen riffs uh, in the world is probably my least favorite. And that's what really tag on that for a second. Sure. Because I feel like the collection too, as much as it does a lot of great things, uh, some things it does kind of diminish. And I feel like for this particular song without tipping my hand, uh, there's kind of like a raking chord stuff that Eddie's doing. That's prevalent in the previous mixes. That's really, it's almost gone. So you can't, when you start talking about not hearing a riff, the guitar is almost buried, right? You can hear it it at the back, but that kind of chick, that raking stuff he does is almost gone. Right. Yeah. It's it's become dirtier. 
dirtier. <laughs> it's dirty. It's, it's a slutty song, right? Yeah, the guitar is everything's yeah. kind of slutty and slanky, right? No, it, it certainly fits you're... the mood of the song. It's just yeah. not 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 pleasing to the ear so much. Yeah, it's a bit muddy, right? Uh, I mean, I like the deep heaviness of the bass, but it it does come across in parts of the song being a bit muddy. Yep, I would agree. All right, definitely muddy. Okay, let's keep her going. I don't even know if I like the I'll harmony on that. Line. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to have to turn in my red rocker card. Um, no, let's, I'm not going to turn in my red rocker card. However, um, this is one of those moments when people pan Sammy for less than good lyrics, that this song is less than good lyrics for sure. And I think by his own admission, he even said like he, he was kind of just, sort of goofing around and making stuff up and it, it it clearly is not a serious song either what i am kind of pissed off by about that is his harmonies and his voice sounds incredible but he's singing stupidness that's what i don't like <laughs> that's kind of uh that's sort of the beauty of a lot of van halen tunes you know of all eras really um again I always go back to Jump just because it's their biggest song ever. Um, but those lyrics are nonsense. But does Dave sound good singing them? Sure. Yeah. Song, you know. Um, and sometimes you can get it very rarely these days. But I mean, back then you could you could get away with that. No problem. And uh, you, you're right. It, they're not. Um, <laughs> we're, he's no Bill Shakespeare over here, like writing, you know, soliloquies and sonnets. But. He's just, uh, he's painting you a very direct, you know, uh, uh, a portrait here. He's telling the story, all right. And he's just, he's not bothering with metaphors or anything like that. Not too hard, anyway. Uh, you know, pun not intended. Um, no, I mean, but... here's, here's another little prop to, to, to Roth. Let's use another 1984 song. The, to me, yeah. Spanked in some ways is kind of like the Hagar era version of Hot for Teacher. The difference being hot for teacher is cool and this song's not so cool <laughs> less cool <laughs> i won't fight but, you there hot for teachers cool. but you hit a good point brent like we always brent and i always talk about like connective tissues and songs that are kind of threaded together along the way like this is almost like this song is almost uh for unlawful's version of uh source of infection just kind of like silly vocalish stuff right mm. It's kind of cool. One, uh, someone in the chat, Jeff Brewer, just called out "Source of Infection." Said lyrics are better than "Source of Infection." Uh, source of Infection, go. a little. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's he also still, said, uh, "Ancestors." Margin, <laughs> yeah. Said Ed referred to the sound as very wet. Yeah, muddy. Mud's wet. <laughs> there you go. Mud's wet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, to totally agree with you on the lyrics. Yeah, they're uh, at least he's not uh, mixing metaphors and talking about uh, breakfast treats and uh, 
uh, you know, exactly like it can cherries on bananas. And like, how do you get the cherries on top of the bananas? I still don't know. No one's been able to explain it. It's like, how do you get the beans above the Frank? Yeah. It's, so it's, it's fucking, at least he's just coming right out and say it. Well, Call him up on the spank line. If we are lucky enough to have Sammy crash the cast again, we will ask him that question. Please do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> please, please do. And then he'll see who the fuck asked that idiot <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> this is from Podcast for a Walk. This is not yeah. my boss. This is yeah. asking for, <laughs> asking <laughs> for a friend. Yeah. Like, I'm going to call us out directly. It was like, oh, it was from asking these guys. Yeah. For a friend. <laughs> oh, uh, Mark, Tom doesn't think Jump's uh, lyrics are dumb. Well, I applaud you, Tom. I, I don't necessarily think they're dumb either. I think they're kind of good, but okay <laughs> <laughs> that a, you usually they're they're you know jumping all over me especially on this song which is a That's song true, that yeah. i've made fun of for 111 shows now so uh it's true yeah yeah this is you were you were just kind of uh chomping at the bits so, to get, i'm giving it a fresh listen i'm completely open-minded we're gonna see uh we're gonna see how i vote when i vote so right, let's, let's go forward let's get back to it I tell you what, you can tell uh, Sammy's been uh, on these calls a little bit longer than you want to, because, yeah, it's like 99 cents for the first or three dollars for the first minute. And then they, they up the price on you. So he mentioned earlier in the song, you got to get off quick. Or otherwise, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And try explaining that phone bill to your parents. <laughs> I don't even even for like, uh, uh, you know, early 90s standards or, you know, late 80s, we'll say you know, three dollars a minute seems steep. That's real, real steep. So, yeah, like there was a time, kids, where, you know, you, you, you didn't get your jollies from, uh, uh, you know, your text pics and things like that. There were no social media. You had to call up this hotline uh, three bucks a minute. That, oof, that's unfortunate. That's and steep. You go over, it's going to cost you four. Like, ah, that's but, real now I don't have a lot of experience with these uh, phone numbers. Like some guys in the chat and on the call might, uh, she'd be up for negotiations. If you call back for more, is that true? I don't think she, she could actually set the price. You just got billed. Couldn't tell you as much okay. as, you know, like, no I'd, like to, I'd love to joke about it. It's like, oh, where's well, Chaz? You know, Chaz would know. I honestly don't know. Chaz has <laughs> been on the Chaz called those spank lines. I bet a lot uh, back in the day. So early nineties, <laughs> he was all over that shit. So it's too bad. He's not in the chat. You're just gonna. You're just. You're. He's like Rumpelstiltskin, man. You're just like wishing him into. <laughs> I've said his name twice now. now. One more. I know. One more, and it's you know. Oh, I tell you, Beetlejuice. He's so mad in the chat at Mark Kamira. I'm loving it. The blasphemy <laughs> against the jump lyrics has to stop. I agree. Come on, it man. It will never stop. It will <laughs> never stop. You know why? Because. We're always talking about up for breakfast lyrics. We're always talking about everyone saying like Sammy's lyrics. I was like, hey, okay, well, you know, let's let me go into some of Dave's. Oh, you want a different song? How about uh, Sucker in a Three Piece? Remember, straight up, uh, straight on up to her lunch pail. She got a big old belly. Yes. Jeff Brewer right. pointed that out in the chat. So yeah, <laughs> it's not just those songs. There, there, there's a, a there's a theme. Look, I've conceded <laughs> that uh, you know Sammy's Sammy's lyrics. You know, don't don't uh. uh meet the gold standard uh most of the time i've i've conceded that but i've also said well where he may lack in uh 
metaphorical skills in the lyrics, uh, he more than makes up for with his actual musicality. And his oh, 100%. And uh, Scott, I think, puts it, he puts it really well in the chat. Uh, this is the basement of Sammy lyrics, along with Up for Breakfast and Source of Infection. When he puts in the work, he's great. When he does this stuff, it's a waste. I mean, it's true. Yeah. The, and by, by his own admission, as you, as you mentioned earlier from a quote, he, you know, he was just kind of dicking around. So this is what happens when Sammy dicks around, you know, he comes up with, you know, absurd yeah. songs about whacking it. Uh, I'll save the Those profound stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll save the yeah, profound stuff for right now. And, uh, you know, you gotta have album tracks too, right? So you go from right now to wanking it. Sure. Why not? But guys, but guys, can I, can I jump in? Like, you know, pound cake is revered, right? Yeah, I mean those, those lyrics. I mean, for its lyrics, though, is it they're not great? They're not that much better, right? Whoever <laughs> loves that song, I, I, I love. I love that song for Eddie, but and, and Sammy sings yeah, the I mean, fuck out of it. Yeah. Like he's killing it on that song. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you if if the lyrics are stupid and but you sing them really damn well and the music is is solid, then it's almost like who cares? I may shit all over Jump's nonsense lyrics, but I still love Jump. It's Jump. You know, I'm just like, I'm not going to hate on it. Hot for teacher. As we just mentioned, like that's a cool ass song. It's one of my favorite Van Halen songs. That song lyrically is stupid as shit, but you know, it's great. I brought my pencil. Like it's just him like speaking for half of it. Right. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> this is a kid. Well, Dave <laughs> pretending to be a kid lusting over his teacher that we just assume is hot. We don't know. <laughs> Did you see the video? They're pretty hot. Now, I mean, in the video. Yes, yeah. But. <laughs> All right, well, I don't feel tardy. Let's keep going. What do you guys think of the production? Uh, like, uh, you know, I, I don't enjoy the riff. I don't enjoy the lyrics. I, I don't even enjoy what Sammy's doing on the harmonies and stuff. But production-wise, this is a really great sounding album. Like we talked about the muddiness at, at the beginning with the guitars and stuff. But the, the separation kind of in the choruses is, is really well done, I think. Yeah, th this little piece that you just played, um, you you literally just took the words out of my mouth, Corey. That's what I was going to say. It's interesting how there's such a separation for me the the music is so bottom end deep and heavy down here and Sammy's lyrics over top of it are like his voice is soaring they're like they couldn't be further apart and it just to me meshes so perfect never mind the words he's singing but the the tone of his voice and the range that he this shows off his range like crazy and you got that bottom end of the music underneath it just musically i think it's a really really solid that that little middle piece of the of the song there for sure agree i think the, I, we're not there yet but then i think the breakdown for me exemplifies everything you just said right mm -hmm. i like the sparsity of the breakdown where you can hear all the all their voices and the slinkiness of the guitar right yeah man see there are good elements of this song mark <laughs> 
Oh, I know. I'm I'm not shitting all over it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Uh, well, Josh says uh, it, it's going beyond up for breakfast, so I, I wonder how he's going to vote on this one. And uh, Jeff Brewer agrees that Pound Cake has uh, dumb lyrics on top of great music. So. It happens. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. Will Spank reach that level? Let's find out. Now, good solo, but again, it's buried, isn't it? Like, you, the the rhythm is much louder. The drums are louder. Like the, and I, I got my new professional headphones here this tonight, so I'm really listening to it nice and clear. But I always hated how the the guitar solo was was mixed so low here. Yeah, I feel like it, it gets eaten yeah. up by the cymbals. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, uh, at least you know, based on what I was hearing, uh, I heard practically every note that uh eddie is throwing down that's a lot of notes so it's a lot to keep up with but uh i it 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 came out pretty clear to me um could it have been louder and you know mixed a little bit better uh you know symbols notwithstanding sure but i mean and maybe it's the fact that you are playing a a a remastered version maybe that helps but sounded killer to me all right should we keep going here we go Tell you what, I was with the song, and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I'm digging this part, and the, until he yelled 1-900 spanked. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they always say that the previous decade ends a couple of years, years into the next decade. I feel like this is still, like, there's some 80s stuff still lingering here, right? Does anyone know if 1-900 spanked was an actual number? Like, I know, uh, didn't uh, Sir Mix-A-Lot, when he did 1-900 Mix-A-Lot, wasn't that actual, uh, an actual phone number you could call? Was 1-900 spanked a real thing? Um, I don't Probably. think that, that actual number necessarily, but if I recall, I think the first version of the liner notes with the album, there was a blackboard in the back of the picture, and there was a phone number that was written on the blackboard that people did start calling. That's I right. don't think it, I don't think it was a spanked, but it was it was actually legible, and it was a number that, yeah. that people just called the shit out of for a little while when the album. <laughs> no, you're first right. Came out. You're right, and they had to re-release yeah. it and take that out. Right? Who That's was right. whose phone number was that? Maybe it was some of the fans know on, online here. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let us know. We need to know. Uh, Jeff Brewer says, uh, "I think Ed borrowed from Spinal Tap's Hellhole for the pre-chorus. Who you get a call riff? He slowed it way down, though. Hey, if you're gonna uh, you know steal from you know steal from the best." Uh, Spinal Tap, come on, it doesn't get much yeah. better than that. And David St. Hubbins and Nigel Tufnell, come on. <laughs> the rockest of the rockers. That's going to be my next podcast. We're going to break down the Spinal Tap discography, so. I mean, why not? Just add one <laughs> more to the list. Sure. I got no life. <laughs> <laughs>
It ain't over till you're done. I love how he just calls it out. Hey, it's a spank line. Yeah, we got that, fucker. It is, a sp- <laughs> it is indeed, in fact, a spank line. Th- that, that little bit at the end, too, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, a, a song off of 5150 that gets no love, and Darren has really been loving it lately. I have always loved it, and that is inside. It feels a little bit inside-ish. Yeah, maybe. You're right, man. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah, just kind of jammy, no real yeah, riff. Exactly. They're just having then, fun, goofing off, whatever, right? Like yeah. every trick that Eddie knows he's doing in the background, right? Yeah. And and honestly, you know, we've talked through this whole song about uh the mix of the guitars being a little muddy, a little buried, a little understated, all of those things. And the crazy irony of this is the last like 30 seconds of the song as it fades is some of the best guitar work in the yeah. entire song, in my view. <laughs> and I always hated that. Like, uh, we talk about this on my Aerosmith show. Uh, some of Joey Kramer's best drum fills are in the fade out. It's yeah. like, don't put the best stuff in the fade out. Come on. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like what he's, what he's doing there as the song fades could almost mm-hmm. just morph right into another song. Yeah. And be killer, too. I do agree. There's yeah, some of the the better guitar work is is definitely happening in that sort of, in that so, fade out. And as it's like, was so this album's fire in the hole? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah potentially. And what's yeah, the next song? Know, next song in the sequence is Runaround. So you get to build right into Runaround. That would have been really yeah. cool. Totally, totally. Well, can we can we uh, <laughs> can we just yeah. give a little uh, guitar props to Eddie here? It's funny as we've been chatting. Um, I just got a little news thing. I'm I'm always hooked into good old Blabbermouth because they've got interesting stories. Um, they just posted a little story on Blabbermouth. You know the uh, Jason Becker guitar that Eddie gave him back in '96. It was going to auction. The mm-hmm. whole story yep. lately. So um, they just posted a, a news story. The guitar sold for a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Nice, awesome. That's great. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We had Eric Senich on the show talking about all that and. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Eric did a nice little piece. And uh, I think there's been some more interview or uh, footage released from that day yes. when Eddie uh, visited Jason Becker. So yeah, it's really yeah. touching footage. Yeah. It's, it, oh, it's it, if you if you don't cry watching that, then you're not human. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of a tough watch because you see just how much Eddie cared. And it, it, yeah. Really great totally. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, 110 grand, which is awesome because I'm pretty sure that that money is going back to uh, help Jason. Right. Yes. Yeah, I was awesome. about to say. Yeah, that's. Uh, it, yeah, okay, cool, cool. That's awesome. Hey, that's a lot of money for uh, for such a such a legacy. You could say that it's priceless, but hey, you know whatever helps. Um, that's good stuff. So speaking of good stuff, possibly uh, that was spanked from Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, uh, an album that is near and dear to Corey and myself's heart. That's right. Uh, you know, maybe not so much the song, but uh, I'm just gonna go over here and uh, get to. Uh, the real important part of the show, and that's when we vote. Uh, Bogus Otis Boys, Darren, Brent, we, we, we got you a Sammy track to talk about. Here we go. You, you, that's, that's what you're here for. It's all about the Sammy. Was it in particular the song that you wanted to talk about? Well, I ask you this, Darren. Do you think Spanked is what dreams are made of, or is the dream over for you? explain yourself sir dream is over (laughs) (laughs) so i put it in the chat there 
I was trying to be dramatic. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't see it in the chat. Usually we just do the thumb thing. But um, so what, what was it about uh, this song that uh, didn't do it for you? Well, look, uh, Brent and I, we, we, you know, as we know, from the, we're from the Bogus Over show. So, but we, you know, we're fans, but we're not fanboys, right? So we're still allowed to be critical now and then. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like this song for me, uh, you know, coming off of Judgment Day and then going to this one and then Run Around Next, I feel like it's just that song that's, I think you said it, Corey, there's just not really kind of a riff there. I like my, I like my Van Halen with bigger riffs, right? Or more Eddie. So there's just not enough Eddie sauce. That's my, that's my recap. Not enough Eddie, and there you go. That's a, that is a, a fair assessment. If if there's not enough Eddie, then uh, you know how can you possibly upvote it? Because you know without Eddie, what have you got? Am I right? And, and you, know, I feel like that collection two is also doesn't do this song specifically justice in terms of Eddie, in my opinion. Mm. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Brent, let's see uh, if you felt the same way. Would you say spanked for you is? What dreams are made of, or is the dream over? We're making history right here tonight because it's Sammy, and God damn it, I love you, Sammy, but um, I'm a thumbs down on this one. Are we fired from our own show? (laughs) (laughs) This is unprecedented. I can't believe this. Uh, Explain yourself then, uh, Brent. I would say um, for me, you know, m- much to Darren's point about um, there not being enough Eddie, for me, I think just overall, the mix of this song is too muddy. I love the dirty grunginess of much of this entire album. And there are several songs on this album that are head and shoulders better than this one. So, you know, while it's listenable and I enjoy it every once in a while and I do love Sammy's soaring voice in it. There's just, there's not enough to point. tip point. it over for me. Just not enough, not enough. Well, uh, the, the moment has approached and uh, I will, uh, <laughs> for those of you watching, I'm dealing with these dumb cats. They're acting a menace back there. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 put it, I put it to you, my podcasting partner, oh, Corey. Uh, this, this is a song that you just, uh, you've, you've been very vocal about not being excited to talk about it. Uh, you've had your say. Uh, you've, you've, I feel like you've been holding back quite a lot uh, in our analysis as we've been going through the song. So the moment of truth, sir, this time, having re-listened to Spanked in its entirety, and mm-hmm. how do you feel about it? Is it, in fact, what dreams are made of for you? Or are you like the Bogus Otis boys? And the dream is just dead. Fuck! I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of Spanked. Uh, it's probably my least favorite uh, Van Halen tune, maybe of all time. Uh, still listenable. Like, like, like uh, I'm not going to like, you know, fuck this song or anything. I, I know I, I talk, you know, listening to it with fresh ears, there's good stuff here. I love the bottom end. I, I love the bass. I love what Alex is doing. Like the, the drums on this are killer. Uh, the mix isn't my favorite. I agree totally with Darren that uh, the original, uh, you know, version of this song 
uh, sounded better than the remastered, which is rare because usually, like, OU812, I think they just did, is miles ahead of, of where it was. And 5150 is miles ahead from where it was, uh, listening to the new vinyl reissues. Uh, this song, not so much, or this album, uh, again, was really good to begin with. But this is one song where things just, you know, it, it doesn't do it any justice. The good things don't outweigh the bad things. Um, you know, the, the lyrics are stupid, but a lot of songs, the lyrics are stupid. I'm, I'm not going to rag on, on Sammy too hard for the lyrics. He's writing about a fucking jerk-off line. Like, there, you, you can't be fucking, you know, a poet, uh, you know, talking about whacking it to, to a phone call, which kids today can't even really relate to because you got porn, at your, porn right at your fingertips. You, you type in whatever you want into the Google machine and you see all sorts of shit you shouldn't be seeing. You know, back in my day, you had to jerk off on the phone. And like th that just sounds absurd today in 2023. Uh, but there's just masturbation back in our time. <laughs> That's right. We had to work Don't to get off jerk booths. <laughs> jerk booths. But I tell you, like uh, it just you know, Sammy just yelling, "It's a spanked line!" It's just so fucking dumb that I, I I can't forgive it for that. So, and I don't like the riff. So there is good elements of this song. Certainly not enough for me uh, to upload this one. So that's three down votes on this one. So. It comes to you, Mark Kamar. You've never really tipped your hand on this one. I know you love this record, but whenever, uh, you know, I'm making fun of Spanked, uh, you're usually uh, kind of quiet. Like, I'll save it for the show, save it for the show. You've been pretty quiet here tonight, too. So now is the time to vote. Are you going to make it a clean sweep? Four down votes for Spanked? Or are, are you going to be the lone wolf and uh, vote this uh, what dreams are made of? Only because chaos reigns. Um, no, I mean, you know, we'll just we'll just add one more to the list of people. You know, everyone's like mad at me anyway. And like, oh, for fuck's sake, Mark. No, look, here's the scoop. And I'm going to tell you. Uh, the lyrics are dumb. Yes. Uh, we have. That's not an uncommon thing with a lot of Van Halen songs, songs that we hold dear. Lyrics are pretty damn dumb. And I'm talking about through every single era every single one no one is is beyond it not gary certainly not dave and certainly not sammy it happens however as we've mentioned sometimes if the song itself musically or whatever can can come across uh and overcome the dumbness of maybe the lyrical content we can give it a pass sometimes we cannot sometimes the lyrics are so damn bad that it's just like, well, th this song's ruined. I can't, I can't listen to it anymore. It's fine. For me, I liked the dirty riff. I liked the uh, that sort of kind of uh, funky nature to what you know, Eddie's playing. The uh, my gripe is, uh, I wish it were, I wish he was turned up way, way more. Um, but you know, that, that's just a small thing. I can still hear him, and I can still hear what he's doing. Does he get uh more intricate and does the guitar lines get way better at the, you know, at the end of the song? You bet. But I don't know. Sometimes we have heard it with Van Halen songs before. Sometimes when they're on their way out, they're leaving you with uh, something extra special. You know, it's almost like take care. Come back now. Y'all hear, you know, it's just like, like, don't don't forget about it. It's like, listen to these tasty riffs right here. You want to taste of that some more don't you well make sure you come back make sure you you listen to the rest of the album or you listen to uh the next one. Oh, the next one uh and i don't know i kind of got those vibes that solo is killer um it just anything that anything good that we can think of and talk about with uh the way eddie uh structures his solos especially 
when it fits the vibe of the song. And I felt like this one fit the vibe of the song. Then the solos just are spectacular. Sometimes solos can save songs. And there was maybe a moment where I was feeling, I don't know if, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to side with Corey on this one. Cause I don't know if I'm really like vibing on it, but I don't know, man, that solo came in and I just, I really like that dirty riff, uh, going through this. And this is certainly low end heavy. I'm never mad about that whatsoever. Um, and despite the dumb lyrics, they're consistent. And Sammy, as we've mentioned, is singing the hell out of them. And sometimes true, if, if yeah, and, and sometimes if you're just uh, if the song is not perfect in every single way, but you're still vibing to it, then that's all that matters. And if I'm being comp- completely honest, the whole time I was vibing. I was vibing go. to it. Um, I was recognizing how dumb the lyrics were, and I I don't know, the dumber they were, the more the more we went on, and the more I was reading along, I was just kind of like, these are stupid, but I'm laughing. It's funny, <laughs> and it's like, and I get I get what he's going for here, and I'm not mad at it. So by that logic, so I, I'm not just uh, uh being a, a dick here, just a contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian. I know I have that reputation sometimes. No, this was just my honest thoughts. I was vibing. I dug it. And for that reason, um, it's for me, it's what dreams are made of. That's great. That's not you dug it. Yeah. And that's let me tell you something, though, as often as we were talking about earlier, I could feel a completely different way next week. I could go back and listen to the song and go like, what the fuck was I thinking? This is so dumb. Why, <laughs> well, why, why did I upvote that? You're, you're not alone. Scott Monroe says this song is a guilty pleasure of me. And I say, don't be guilty. If you lo- if you yeah, like yeah. it, like it. That Nothing wrong with that at all. You like, uh, you like it, yeah. So. Yeah, we're getting some requests in the chat to hear a little bit of the uh, live version. You want to hear a little uh, live oh, right yeah, here, yeah, right yeah, now? Let's do that. Let's Check do that, that out. Okay. Yes. Hey. I do prefer this version much more uh, th- than the album version. For yeah, sure. Too. Oh man, that riff is, oh, it's so just, that's got that, that's stink face worthy, that riff, <laughs> man. Like, oh, I can't believe you didn't like it, man. That's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's you it's Tony, riff, right? Stank. Yeah, it's, yeah. The whole, the whole thing sounds so good. And that's why I said right off the top for me, the memory of this song is actually in the live right here, right now. It, mm-hmm. it just, if, if we were, doing a vote on the live version then my vote would be different 100 percent for sure you know mine might be too to be honest with you Uh, i've never never shied away from uh, loving some stank and put some stank on it (laughs) i was just gonna say you know before uh, you played that like would we all actually feel different if the the recorded version was a little faster i feel like it feels like it should be like a little faster i feel like the live version is just that much faster where i I get into it more rocking right yeah that's a good that's a good point darren i i think you're right yeah Yeah. it it definitely seems it's a bit more up tempo for sure yeah 
you know, I, can I, I want to say something just uh, before I forget. Yeah. When when Mark was doing his assessment of the song and we got the big thumbs up from him, there there was a, a really interesting nugget for me that I took out of everything that you said. And um, that was this whole notion of y'all come back again and, you know, le- le- kind of leaving you wanting more and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. I think that actually is a super insightful thing. And I'm giving you major props for that because I think Van Halen across the board is actually throughout their careers were masters of doing exactly what you just said with so many endings of songs, the leave you wanting more or coming back or whatever. And I I never heard anybody verbalize it in the way that you you just did. And I, I think you're a hundred percent dead on. Absolutely. It's, I mean, and the only reason uh, that I came up with that assessment is, as you say, we've heard it before. Like, we've heard Van Halen do that in in a lot of their songs. They're very, they love the fade out. Uh, You know, we'll get like the arena rock sort of like ending where everything, you know, you know, stops at once. But they like the fade out. And a lot of times in the fade out, it's, it's sort of an opportunity for Ed and sometimes Al to just kind of go off and you know do their thing and it, it, it i really truly believe that it has something to do with uh hey don't fret we're st- like we, we're still you know you may not have been digging like this particularly but don't re- don't forget who we are you know it's like remember what we're capable of and uh we we've got riffs for days and we'll never you know it'll always keep going um that's that's just how i always see it it's like we'll give you this little intro it's gonna fade out because you're like oh wait what are you doing Wait, wait, I want to hear more of that. Like, you want to hear more? You then stick around. Come back next time. Like, we got more yeah. for you. Yeah, uh, it's right. You're right, man. That, that is a great uh, mm-hmm. thought. And uh, I, my three words come to mind drop dead legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, yeah, that's, that's the always been like more, more. Yeah. I tell you what, Mark, I, a week ago, I might have disagreed with you. I'm like, don't put the best stuff in the outro. Fuck, I hate that. Because I don't like it when Joey does that in Aerosmith. But the other night, I was driving back from the gym and I was listening to uh, uh, ACDC, the Who Made Who album, and the instrumental DT. And in the fade out, they, they bring in this, this like big, like the whole band comes in. Like, it's usually, they're just playing the riff slowly during the outro. And then about halfway through the outro, bang, the whole thing kicks in again. And like well, that, that's actually kind of cool and this is actually kind of cool how they're doing it here too so i i find myself agreeing with you yeah you've you've i've kind of turned around on that ah so yeah awesome. just just something to think about you know and and there's there's a chance i'm way off and it's just i'm I'm just stretching for something but like i said it's that's been my perception uh when they do things like that and that's for this song in particular that's what it sounded like so, uh, you know, I hope I'm right about it. Or if I'm not, then I'm just going to keep thinking I'm right because in my head can and I like that idea. So there you have it with spanked uh, three no's and one <laughs> one yes. And I'm sure the chat is just absolutely like, boo, fire him. Actually, the, the uh, chat's yeah. really quiet. Uh, Jeff uh, mentioned oh, that uh, uh, he, he knows that they didn't play it much because they thought the double neck was too heavy. And he had sound issues. Yeah. There was something with the, uh, you know, between the the double neck that you know they didn't play it a, a ton. Uh, and we, we already had a bass player. Yes, that's right. Yeah, let him do his thing. Thank you, Ed. Yeah, just let, let Mikey. Mikey let, let Mike be, be Mike. Yeah. Which is why yeah. that live version sounds awesome because you hear Mike. That's right. And uh, Josh oh, points out some of Ed's fills on the intro uh, sound like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Ooh, never mad about that. Yeah, a little SRV. Darren and Brent from the Bogus Otis show. You guys, you, you came back. We had you on. Uh, we spun a Sammy tune. And, uh, you know, it, 
again, maybe didn't go the way you were you were hoping to as far as the spin goes, but a Sammy tune nonetheless from a great Sammy album. And, uh, you know, I'm I had a fun conversation despite all of it. And so I hope you guys did, too. Please uh, let the people know what you guys got going on, where they can find you, everything. Go for it, Brad. Uh, you can catch us on Instagram at the Bogus Otis Show and on Facebook at the Bogus Otis Show. And uh, check out our latest episode, season three, episode nine, with the Red Rocker Sammy Hagar in Detroit Rock City. Woo! Fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to that. That's, oh, that's going to be so fun. I was excited when I saw the pictures. So yes. I was like, okay, that's going to be. That's going to be something wondrous to uh, behold with my ears. So uh, very big congrats with that. And lucky, a lucky shot. You said he just kind of crashed the party. And like, that's that's amazing. That's of all people to crash and uh, have a conversation with. There's your guy. You're the number one guy. Uh, amazing stuff. And uh, as always, always a pleasure having you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, to all the rest of you, to our lurkers, thank you so much uh, for your input. I know I pissed you off today, but you know, look, it, it it is what it is. I'm not I'm not gonna win your good graces every week, and that's okay because I know I'll win you back at some point. At some point, I'll win you back. Um, and if I don't, in the next uh, what, 19 or so shows we have left, uh, you know, plus some live ones, then uh, we'll, you know, we'll we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. <laughs> Nevertheless, thank you so much. And hey, you out there, if you weren't involved. If you weren't in the Lurker chat, uh, you can. And all you got to do is go over to our Patreon, join, find a tier that's right for you. I'm sure we've got something. And if we don't, if you think uh, you would like uh, a different kind of perk or uh, some more perks or something, let us know. We'll find a tier that will work for you. We're not above it. Um, we're so close uh, to, uh, I mean, it's sad to say, but we're very, very close to the end of this particular chapter. So 20 songs. It's up to you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's up to you guys if, uh, you know, you want to hear us uh, keep go on, uh, just like to keep it up and to, to go forth and let us know what you want us to do after that. Because there's a lot of chatter about, should we do solo wheels uh, for, for Dave, Dave solo and for Sammy solo, for Gary stuff with Extreme, uh, for Wolfie and Mammoth, you know, all sorts of stuff. Or is there a, a wheel full of uh, different artists that you would like us to cover. Let us know, man. Join the Patreon. Get on there. Let us know what we can do for you. Keep us alive. Keep the lights on. Just like the people that I'm about to name off who are helping us keep the lights on, our wonderful patrons, Matt Lacoste, Nate from the Deep Purple Podcast, Rave Flav, Josh Caldwell, Greg Zito, Michael Griffith, Chaz Charles, Sean McGinnity, Kevin Brown, Per Lenniker, Scott Monroe, Jeff Brewer, Ben Andriozzi, Tom Armbruster, Scott Everett, Heath McCoy, Janice Risco, Brad Gould, Michael Triplett, Davey Lee Smith, and of course, uh, in honor of our of our friend, and uh, you know this this show is dedicated to him, uh, Ryan Powell. Um, man, I just uh, again, our hearts are with you, Ryan, and uh, you know, I hope the dark cloud ceases very very soon. It, it probably won't for quite some time, but. We're here for you. Just know that we're here for you. The entire community of and the podcast will rock stands with you. So hearts go out to you. You guys, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the holiday seasons are upon us. And guess what that means? That means uh, you got to get your loved ones some uh, some some nice presents. You know what a great present would be? 
an Apologies to Gary t-shirt, and we have that <laughs> at the merch store. You should go over to uh, www.podcastlerock.com. You can find all of our backlog episodes, you know, in case you missed it and you didn't uh, catch it on your streaming services. No problem. Go to our website and check that out. And also the link to our merch store is there wonderfully hilarious and awesome designs uh courtesy of our friend kevin brown uh he's always got something great to show us uh go on over there find your apologies to gary shirt and wear that and make my dream come true with a legion a legion of you guys wearing the shirt just so gary will have a confused look on his face it turns out he's seen it uh per uh, a picture on twitter and he thought maybe that was entertaining enough but one's just not gonna cut it i need to have an army an army of you out there that is my christmas wish uh if i had one that is that is what i want but uh and if that one doesn't suit your fancy no problem we have great designs as i mentioned at the merch store get your design get a hoodie uh you can turn that t-shirt into a hoodie you know whatever man it's like it's all good and it will help us out and it will be great for giving presents to your loved ones spread the word of the show and the word of van halen it's what we're all about now Corey, can you please tell them about uh, some other shows they might catch on the Deep Dive Podcasting Network? Well, I can, but first in the chat, I want to point out that, uh, well, first of all, Scott Monroe said he got your back. So you, you got one ally uh, in the chat. And then to piggyback off that, uh, Tyron Rombruster says that he's going to post a defense of the jump lyrics in the manifesto section on the Discord. So uh, okay. more on that next week. We'll, we'll get Tom's uh, thoughts uh, on, on jump. But right. yes, dissertation on that shit. That's right. The dissertation. But let's talk about the Deep Dive Podcast Network, shall we? And all the great shows that you can get on that network, including Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, where myself and Scott Haskin are breaking down the Aerosmith catalog, creating the ultimate Aerosmith mixtape. Uh, then we have the ultimate catalog clash. Myself and Kevin Brown. Season one was Phil Collins era Genesis. Uh, I can let you know now, season two, I won season one. I got to pick the band in the era for season two. We're doing 90s Metallica. So that's the Black Ooh. Album, Load, and Reload, which Kevin doesn't really know a ton about. So uh, that's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Check out season two of the yeah. Ultimate Catalog Clash. And then, of course, Kevin Brown does the Tom Petty Project. Kevin and Randy uh, Woods also do a show called Seaside Pod Review, talking all things Queen. Scott Haskin has the uh, Uriah Heap Show, the Magician's Podcast. That's finished for now until they release new music, but you can go uh, back and check out old episodes. Then we have Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast, the Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered, Terry T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone's Prime Cuts. I hear he's dropping on the other side, so it's just T-Bone's Prime Cuts now. Uh, then we have Riot Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Paul, Joe, and David at In the Lap of the Pods. I believe they just dropped their last episode, so go check that out oh. and uh, show the boys some love. They've been on the air for quite a while talking about Queen. Uh, just wrapping it up here right before Christmas. Uh, a great episode. I, I recommend everybody check out that show. Then we have Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge, Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z, Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the ultimate Aussie podcast, Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, George and Hattie at the Judas Priest cast, Clay and Rye at North by South podcast. That's American music versus Canadian music. Go check that one out. Canada wins by a mile, I would say. I'm sure two of my guests would agree on the panel here. Uh, then we have Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What? Quinn at End Volume for All. Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at the Rock Roulette podcast. Chaz and Greg did regarding Lulu for some reason. You can check out that show if you hate your ears because that's talking about the Lulu record, uh, Metallica and Lou Reed. Then we have Chaz and Chats doing Rush Rash. I was on that show, Mark. I think you're going to be on that show. Spinning a wheel, talking a little rush. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then Chaz and Wolfie 
uh, do a show called Regarding Roger about uh, Roger Moore, the uh, best James Bond. No, it's Roger Waters uh, doing his inexplicable uh, Dark Side of the Moon uh, reissue. And then, of course, we have our other friends. Uh, we already talked about the, our good friends at the Bogus Soda Show. There's the DLR cast, You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast, the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast, uh, Booked on Rock with the legendary Eric Senich, Dissect That Film, Three's Company 2, a rewatch podcast, and... Pod of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, celebrating 10 years on the air. Uh, if you listen to next week's, maybe they'll play a little something I recorded for them for their for their 10th anniversary. I'm hoping anyway, on behalf of Mark and myself, go check out Pod of Thunder, still the best rock and roll podcast on the internet, not counting the Bocas Oda show. They're still number one. Exactly. <laughs> well said. Well said all around. Thank you, Corey, for that. And uh, if you guys want to take a break from busting my balls, Corey just called Roger Moore the best James Bond. So <laughs> have at it, everybody. So uh, just to, you know, give it, give me. He's up there. He's up there. He's up there. I, I liked all the James Bonds, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a that is a generational thing. And I think you just uh, definitely showed your age on that one. But uh, it's fine. We'll, we'll we can discuss that later. Uh, at the uh, the next podcast that Corey's going to start up, the James Bond ranking podcast. It's a, it'll be a thing. Yep. The uh, fuck fuck you, yeah. Tim Dalton. Apologies to Dalton. I'm kidding. I like Tim Love Dalton. It. I thought he was a good James Bond. <laughs> I did too. So, uh, but again, that's a conversation for another day. Hey, if you guys want Corey and myself to keep the conversation of James Bonds going, we. Can probably make a Patreon thing. About sure, that. I, you know, I'll, I'll talk about some James Bond exclusive to podcast. Uh, sure, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, right on. So, uh, uh, all right. So, on, on behalf of uh, Corey and myself, Darren and Brent from the Bogus Otis Show, seriously, get tune into that. It is uh, so much fun and uh, great stuff along the way. I cannot wait to listen to that new episode. So good. On behalf of all these guys, we are, and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you. Later. Happy holidays. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.